Wow, what'd you think of that uh, new theme music? Oh, we haven't... I didn't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I haven't written it yet. But it, it's going to be... <laughs> but wow. I will write it before we release this episode. Okay. So I'll ask you again later, I guess. <laughs> you can ask me later, because I only tell the truth. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's good. That's good. Well... This is awesome. This is the brand new, uh, what do we say? Not, it's not brand new podcast. It's the... Newly branded Oh, podcast. there we go. <laughs> not brand new, newly, newly branded. branded. We, we once were sacred spaces for several years, actually. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and had so much fun and did so much with that. Um, and now we are the... Getting Lost With You podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's episode one. because Season one, episode, <laughs> episode one. one. No, but it <laughs> but it's technically episode, or season five, episode one of our podcast history. So, because that last episode we just did had its very own season. <laughs> it was the season, season four, four, episode, episode one, one grand finale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it took us a long time to get there too. So. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're really kind of moving forward with this podcast, a little new energy, a little different, not new, a little different energy, a little yeah. different, you know, just slight little tweaks to format and, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Hopefully just to make it more fun to yeah. listen to. Yeah. Yeah. And we, you know, we talked a lot about that in that, uh, episode of Sacred Spaces that we just released last week. Um, Season four, episode one. That's right. <laughs> so if you want to hear more about you know, the journey up until this point, yeah. um, then go listen to that episode. We would love for you to listen to that and whatever else. Yeah. You know. So, so what I've, what I've done inside, um, uh, the back end so that it makes it hopefully easy to navigate. If you're coming here looking for sacred spaces, it's still us. We're still That's right. doing the same, you know, a lot of the same things. Um, like we said, rebranded, but if you look at the, uh, feeds, in uh, your podcast platform, yeah. you're going to see two different covers. And any of the Sacred Spaces podcasts have our previous um, logo art on there. That's right. And then anything that is moving forward will be under our new logo um, art. And so you'll see that um, with this episode. That's right. That's right. And we're, uh, and we're in our brand new podcast studio. 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 <laughs> and uh, and we are looking at out at a glorious forest view. But before we get to that, what are you drinking? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is um, we love to get as local as possible everywhere we go. We really do. And one of those ways is to visit either a local brewery, winery, or distillery. Um, to just see what uh, local flavor is, yeah, and um, and maybe find a new hidden gem somewhere. That's right. Um, so right before we went to the Overland Expo a couple weekends ago, we were in. Oh crud! Now I just forgot which town we were in. Oh, uh, I don't know. Does this thing say it? Yeah, I told totally um, because fucking it was on near it Bend, but it was actually yeah. a town ahead of that. We were supposed to stay <laughs> stay. Uh, this new basin distilling. 
but I can't remember what town it was in. It started with like an M or something like that. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll we'll, look it up. we'll look it up but, later. But New Basin Distilling. Yeah. We were yeah. supposed to stay there. Um, they were a harvest host and we were supposed to stay there for free and enjoy, you know, yeah. a beer or something there. Well, or a, not a beer. They were a distillery. They had. Yeah. Um, Particularly whiskey is what they do. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but then we found out just as we were arriving that we were actually supposed to be at the expo that night. So, so we went ahead and did a tasting and, um, before we headed over to the expo and came home with these, um, interesting little, um, mixers for various, uh, depends on what, um, they do a little different take all around. I mean, like all the grains that they use for their, you know, for their alcohols that they make. Uh, they grow right in the area yeah. there. Um, so it is like farm local, to bottle local. is what yeah. they say. Farm to bottle distillery. And so they have a little different take too because they do some, uh, uh, you know, like infused vinegars. Yeah. Um, and so they make them specifically for drinks and they talked about them being really good. Well, in... and they did it because one of the owners um, is... Uh, diabetic. diabetic. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And yeah. they were trying to find a um, a way that to enjoy the mixer part without To make cocktails without, because so many cocktails are so sugary. sugary. Yeah. <laughs> so, they so they were doing these, some different stuff. Yeah. yeah. So we picked up um, their gin kit. It's little um, sizes of these vinegar mix-ins. And um, yeah, so we thought we'd give it a try on a podcast. We haven't tried these yet. No, we haven't. Oh, we did uh, at, in a different form with the yeah we, we haven't ordered. tried this one no, though because i you know i'm which one are we trying um, this is the pomegranate quince mint. yeah okay so uh this is a gin and tonic and instead of lime we use their pomegranate quince <laughs> cheers you can't hear our plastic cups clinking here mm, that's tasty yeah that is good kind of surprised because we actually use usually use um, diet tonic mm-hmm. because we're we prefer it without all the sugary side of it. Yeah. So we have the diet tonic, um, aviation gin, and then this pomegranate quince um, from New Basin. So yeah, yeah. that's tasty, and it's like <laughs> no lime there. Yeah, no lime in it. We and we just used a little bit. I mean, it, it could almost use just a little bit more. I'm thinking too. Now yeah. that I'm tasting it, I gotta taste it again. Yeah. No, it's it's yummy. I think it's got a refreshing, you know, like hot summer day kind of feel. Yeah, which is good because we're fucking boiling in here right now. <laughs> it is like we had, uh, we'll get to this part too, yeah. but it's, like, we're, we're struggling. Would it be our podcast without something? <laughs> we're struggling with, uh, with order to our day. And so we just, yeah. we keep like, just like chasing fires. I feel like, Ooh, there's a nice breeze. Do you feel that? No, because you're by the open part of the window. I am not. I need a two-way window over here. Right. Yeah. Uh, I feel this wonderful breeze where I'm sitting. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's getting a, it's warming up here a little bit. We were talking about, you know, podcasting earlier. Um, but, you know, we had some, you know, things come about that are going to kind of change up our schedule even a little yeah, bit more than yeah. we thought. Um, and you know, we'll kind of get to, we'll get to that stuff a little bit here in a minute. Okay. So before we actually start getting into all that though, um, one of the things that's new uh, in our new format, Mm -hmm. okay. Um, is that, uh, we actually have like right here, hear this. That's my paper. 
that are a, like our outline is on. <laughs> Does that make us a grown-up podcast? <laughs> yes. We grew up. We left junior high. So if you are familiar with Sacred Spaces at all, we usually would sit down, have a number of drinks, and, and not, not a number of like making drinks, but like a, a number of drinks out of our drink <laughs> and loosen sips. up a little a bit. Number of sips. Number of sips. Drink. There we go. Yeah. I'll keep you straight. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then be like, what do you want to talk about today? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Yeah. And so we actually have an outline things to talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we know. So there's going to be like some segments to this podcast. There's going to be some, you know, some fun stuff that we're going to do like on a, like every podcast, yeah. we're going to do some fun stuff and we'll kind of, you know, bring that about a little bit here in a second too. Cause I just think it's fun. Yeah. I think it's fun to have a little bit of a, a little format, you know? Yeah. I, I think it will be too. And, and I think you and I feel a little, um, congested with things to talk about. Like you yeah. need to just blow yeah. your nose, but we're not going to do that <laughs> to you guys. <laughs> Because that would be awful in one episode is yeah. to just get it all out. But we've actually, as much time as we're spending on the road, we're reserving conversation so that we can, oh, that'd be a good thing to talk about. Oh, Which is kind of ridiculous. But at the same time, <laughs> we want to, we, I mean, we want to have this platform to have these open kinds of conversations yeah, with think each other. We have little, um, you know, epiphany moments and stuff, depending right. on what we talk about. And, um, and sometimes if we've talked about something already, we're kind of done with it and we don't want to talk about it again. Correct. And we... Particularly me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I do too. I mean, it's like, it's part of the processing. Yeah. So, um, you know, to go eight months without these, you know, kinds of conversations, it's done two things. One, we're going to have outlines for a while. Yeah. And two, <laughs> um, I think it was really kind of affecting us. Yeah. Like, we just, especially being on the road, um, we're used to having some of our best conversations. Um, you're watching that mosquito out there. Yeah, it's trying you? to get in the screen right now. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Stay out, We are mosquito. so squirrel. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so I think it'll be good to, to be able to start processing some of these um, conversations that I think are, are going on in the world, and we want to be a part of them right. and, and have them too, so... Yeah, so it'll be good to have a... Yeah, so, but for this episode, and probably only this episode, I don't intend to do this every time, but I kind of want to call out the different segments that we're oh, in. Just, uh, can I? Because yeah, I like our first one. Like the, uh, Can I just at least say that? The very first thing I wrote down, uh, the very first uh, bullet point in our outline is bullshit. <laughs> we're just going to sit and We're bullshit. just going to sit and bullshit. <laughs> because, you know, we do... I don't want to give that up. It just, you know, sometimes our bullshitting doesn't go anywhere in the podcast. And now we're just, you know, like this you is. You've got something screaming at you saying it's time to move on. This is our bullshit time. Okay. Time for bullshit is over. <laughs> 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 so anyway, I, but where are we now? That's uh yeah. Because yeah, we're, because that's going to be part of the fun thing too is uh, we're going to, I mean, we hope to be at a new location at at every podcast yes, recording. The likelihood is really high. Yeah. Yeah. And, and sometimes it might be in the same area, but still just a different look. I mean, cause yeah, staying in, in one spot for weeks on end is, is really not feasible. Um, right. For, I mean, on a number of different levels. Yeah. So where are we? Well, we came to another favorite spot, although this particular spot we haven't been at before, right. um, up at Priest Lake, Idaho. Priest Lake, oh. Idaho. 
um, very close to the Canadian border, so we're really far north. Deep in grizzly bear country. Yes, we are. There's there are signs, signs posted everywhere. <laughs> this is grizzly habitat. In fact, one of our favorite previous <laughs> camping spots up here is now, you know, inaccessible. Except yeah, by they have it all gated off. Because it's a grizzly bear preserve. <laughs> so we're just on the other side of that. Um, we're actually in a new little spot because now that we have Starlink, um, we if we get too oh, yeah. deep into the thick of the woods, like one of our previous spots up here was, mm-hmm. which is great. It was like shady all day. It was amazing. Um, we Then we don't have access to the internet if we do that to ourselves. Yeah, we just have to have a clear line of sight to... Yeah. The sky. <laughs> so we came up here on a Monday hoping this particular spot that we had seen one day four-wheeling would be open, and it's absolutely perfect. There are daisies everywhere. Oh, my God. It's gorgeous here. Yeah. Seriously, like, go on our Instagram and look at the pictures that we posted. Yeah. It is It is such an awesome little campsite. Yeah. Yeah. And we're very close to a little creek, um, mm-hmm. so you can hear that running um, while you're outside. And, yeah, it's just a great little... Um, a little spot, um, very private from humans. Yes. <laughs> so we have some interesting. We have seen nary a human since we've, we've been some, here. Yeah, interesting <laughs> feedback. We'd love to see you when you come into town if you're up for humans. Um, <clears throat> so, <laughs> yeah, there's that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, that that is a thing that we. But okay, but let's be real. We like a good number of certain humans. <laughs> it's the unexpected humans that. No, it's when you're. It's it's actually when you're expecting to have this like private yeah. um, experience of just being really alone in the world, and it's not that. So it's not that we don't like humans. It's right. That, that what our expectations are, what we're looking for when that doesn't happen so yeah yeah so um we yeah i I, like seriously haven't even heard a vehicle since we've been here which is awesome i mean so we're kind of up here we're tucked in to a little spot and um but you know (laughs) funny enough we're getting visitors sooner than we expected. Yeah, yeah, here in just a few <laughs> we hours. Had, we had really planned on our girls and Asher coming up and kind of spending the weekend and camping with us and, and that Next sort of thing. Next weekend, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, we, <laughs> well, I, I guess we could just, you know, launch right into this. But, um, you know, we started... Uh, we started, you don't want to call out your bullet point here. On you your told album. me I couldn't. Okay. So now I'm, I'm struggling. Just... <laughs> do, you, do you hear me struggling <laughs> yes, though? I'm like, do we need so... a little ditty or what do you call them? Little, um... <laughs> little sound things yeah. for every time we go to a new topic. <laughs> oh um... Please don't do that. <laughs> nope. I've only made one and we will bust it out this episode, yes, but it won't know. be till It'll later. Be fun. Yeah, it will be fun. No, but, um, you know, I started thinking for a second that I, you know, maybe she doesn't want us talking about this, but I think she. Oh no, I think, I think she's this is one it. of those yeah. things where we won't just... release this episode if she says no. You can't talk about that. But no. I don't. I, I think, think she'll she be fine. She'll be talking about it on social media soon. Yeah. Um. So Sid has been having like this terrible time at work, and um, and she works at a daycare, yeah. which she's able to take Asher to. Yes. So She's a teacher in one of the classrooms, and even though he he's there, he's in a different classroom. So they're they are together, but kind of not right, too. Right. 
Um, and she has been having issues for a while. She's been there for quite a while. Yeah. Um, and issues with how the kids are managed. <laughs> um, her issues. boss invites herself to K- Sydney's social life after work hours. Yeah, but then treats up. her like shit yeah. at work. And, you know, um, there have been things that, with Asher that have been like, what the fuck? What do you what did they do? You know, kind of thing. And so she's just been in this thing. And she's been in situations multiple times where she's wondering if she should call and report things at the, at the daycare. And, um, but tied to this fear that what if I can't get another job? What if I can't get something else? Because, um, because she has supporting, she's supporting her, you know, her, herself and asher now and you know paying rent and you know all that all the stuff that comes with being that right real, she's doing really great with that yeah and then there's this other twist to it is that um it's really hard to get um your child into a daycare with waiting lists yes and so she doesn't want to leave her job if asher still has to stay yes. there so it's this timing of finding a new place for asher um before she actually gets to right, quit the right. job, she's done a really good job of advocating for herself there. Um, asked for promotions, you know. She's just—it's been yeah, and oh. and you know has they've treated her miserably yeah. in that process. Yeah, um, um, they've done they've done some things that we we think are at at best unethical. Yes, um, at worst are probably reportable. Right, um, in terms of even as an on a, on an employee level. And Sydney is just completely stressed out all the time with this particular job. Although she really loves being a teacher. She does. She loves the, the kids. She loves that yeah. she's been able to do. Yeah. And, and she cares so much about the kids that it kind of led to a situation where a parent um, was, I don't know all the details, but in, in short was asking about why they care was, for her child because uh, yeah, yeah was asking about some particular thing about the care of her child and so Sid Sydney just told her answered her honestly how many diaper changes happened and um the the, the parent, parent was upset yeah which rightfully so Sid said yeah and um and so her she got written up um for some reason this daycare seems to think they're under you know they're equated to HIPAA and which they're not um and that by divulging that she created a violation that was equal to breaking hipaa oaths and um to the parent of the the child and it comes to how many diaper changes their child had so so they wrote her up reamed her out you know and she's like the texts that sydney gets off hours from their bosses are just fucking ridiculous inappropriate and um, and even even borderline, there has been some like lines crossed with yeah. um, with them, um, yeah, personally, socially, personally, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So we so just decided. Sid fell apart yesterday. Yeah. She, I mean, was absolutely. Well, and then there was an issue with with Asher. Yes. He, they were supposed to be working on potty training him during his time there, and they're just not doing they're it. They're just ignoring him. Ignoring him, yeah. and um, and so we just said, hey, we're close by. How about we get Asher up here to stay with us? Right. You go ahead and quit that fucking job. Right. And um, you don't need to give notice, nothing, because this is absolutely asinine. And you spend the next week doing whatever it takes to find a new job. We'll take care of Asher so you don't have to find, you know, 
care for him every yeah. time. Yeah. So she's she's in the process of driving him up here right now. Right now, <laughs> and then she's got interviews and or trying to get you know her interviews done in this week, and then she's going to be interviewing new daycares, all yep. of it, just yep. like hitting the pavement and go for it. So because she could literally get a job anywhere at this yeah. point. She could literally get a job anywhere making the same amount of money. So yeah. it's like it's it's tough though. I mean watching her as a single mom not something that I had to experience. Um she she's alone outside of her family, which we we're all very supportive and helpful with her in right. that, but um but it's up to her and so if she gets a job that's got weird sales hours or weekends or things like that, then she outside has... of normal daycare times, yeah, right. It just becomes uh, something that she can't do. So, I guess in in that, if you're in the Spokane area and you do have um, a job option, she is one of the hardest workers I know, and um, you know is willing to learn, willing to you know try anything, right. Um, and has been incredibly responsible. It's sad to see that someone is written up for doing the right thing. Right. Um, and so that's going to look bad on her when she goes to um, apply and she gets a recommendation from her previous <laughs> right, job. They're right. going to they're going to say awful things. Yeah. And um, so if if you do have something out there and have a leg up, just contact yeah. us or something. And so we're not just sharing this story. Yeah. So that we can ask for help for Sid and finding a new no, job. No, but hey, why not? Or even just a bitch about it. It's part of a, a larger conversation that, that you and I have been having. Yeah. And it's about, you know, why are we even doing this life on the road? You know? Yeah. Um, you know, some people think we're absolutely fucking crazy for well, selling our house. I think we are. <laughs> uh, we'll get to that in a minute. um and you know headed out on the road and we just we live where we stop for the night right right uh some people think it's the most amazing thing ever i wish i could do that yeah and then but they feel like you know but i could never do that yeah you know i could i could never i could never do what you guys are doing and you know so we kind of run these two gambits you know and very rarely do we meet other people like us you know who are like who they are actually doing it to and and Mm -hmm. thriving in that right and when we do we tend to speak a language we all understand because yeah even in this short amount of time we've been doing it there are just some hard and fast things to learn so you know why did we (laughs) why did we make the decision why did we take the leap you know Mm -hmm. um and you know with all this that that happened with Sydney that's been going on with Sydney and then kind of culminated into this. Yeah. Just this kind of a, like, like she called it last night. It was the final straw, you know, that final straw event. I mean, if they wanted to keep, they've had people quitting like crazy. If they wanted to keep people around, this was not the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is part of the reason why we've hit the road. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, we because we didn't want to work in a daycare. Because we didn't want to work in a daycare. <laughs> because people are shitty. Um, <laughs> no, but because we have spent twenty-seven years of our lives together mm-hmm. doing what you know, in in sometimes in in even a little bit more radical ways because we've always been a little bit bent that way. But doing what we're 
quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes here, quote unquote, supposed to do, right? Mm -hmm. We've pursued the careers. We've pursued the, the jobs. We've pursued the, um, you know, the buying of the house and the, you know, and right. um, managing debt. And, you know, and we haven't done any of those things perfectly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we've made, you know, just like everybody. Right. 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 Um, but we've, that's what we did for 27 years. And we look at ourselves now, our girls are moved on and we're like, it, we're kind of in the same spot basically as when we got married 27 years ago. Um, yeah, you know, stuff we in the trunk of a car and yeah, then our we're in a little, we've, we've accumulated more stuff. You know? <laughs> Again, I'm, I'm I mean, not saying we're exactly stuff... in the same no, spot, but yeah, no, we're not, but we're, you know, it's the same kind of like, you know, gotta find a job or else, you know, or, you know, we're not going to make it past a month or something like that, which that's a better position than we were when we got married, when we first got married. Um, but it's that kind of stuff, and it and it's also the just the, the like. The the grind of doing what we're supposed to do, mm -hmm. right? Of always trying to find that thing because that's what you do. You, you work hard so you can play on the weekends, and maybe someday you can retire, right? Yeah. Um, or or you're working hard so that your kids have some opportunities, but. Yeah. I mean, that's in there too if you're raising kids, but yeah. And, you know, for some people, that's just fine. I mean, they like. They're truly happy in they're that. They're truly happy in that. And it's like, I have, I mean, I've seriously always been jealous of those kinds of people. I've always been jealous of the kinds of people that could, you know, make a decision about their career, go to school for it get the education they need, get a job in that career, mm -hmm. steadily advance over the years, someday retire. And it's all just like, that's just, that was their plan. Right. They did what they intended to do. I've always been a little bit jealous over that. It has never been how I was wired. Mm -mm. <laughs> it's no. just not how I'm wired. And I don't know why. Sometimes I wonder what's wrong with me. I've really come to not only accept, but, to embrace the way that I am in mm -hmm. all of this. Um, but we, I feel like, um, and I don't want to do all the talking here, obviously. <laughs> I want you to be able to talk about your thing too. But, but I think really for, for me and why did we make this shift? Because, you know, I, I, when, you're, when you're wired a certain way to where what you're supposed to do doesn't really work for you, Right. Yeah. The, the track that you're supposed to be on and the, you mm -hmm. know, school, good grades, good job, promotions, retire when that track doesn't work for you, but yet you try to do all the other things that you're quote unquote supposed to do buy the house, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> manage your debt, you know, uh, look for retirement, something, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's like, it, it all just starts to take a very different path. And like, for me, I was like, we, we just got to this point where it was just like, um, I just embraced that that was not my path. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think 
<laughs> I think that I didn't drag you kicking and screaming into that path. No. I think you're wired a lot the same way. Yeah. Um, but then there was this magical <laughs> moment that, that hit magical. I use that very sarcastically in 2020 with COVID when everything started to, sh- to break down and everything started, everything shut down. Everybody went to their homes, everybody. And, and it's like, we went to this thing where we're like, life as we know it is, is done. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to figure some new things out. And, and in that there were so many people that kept trying to figure out how do we get back? How do we get back? How do we get back? And it's like, for me in my mind and for our conversations too, it was all about how do we move forward in the new. Mm-hmm. And out of that came more and more direct conversations about this kind of nomadic life for mm-hmm. you and I until ultimately it was like, yeah, now's the time. Yeah. Um, and it's thing like, it's things like what Sydney has been going through. It's like she is wired a little differently too. She does not have the hard crusty shell that can just it's not always hard crusty i'm saying that can be in a in a really um uh oh i see what you're saying damaging kind of you know workspace on a regular basis all that i got you and just like shake it off and just be like you know what fuck those people it's just a job i mean she's just she's not that way she like she is um, She's highly, an empath, and yeah, so she yeah, takes, she absorbs takes everything. Yeah, right. Um, and and so it's like that thing of just like, you know, yeah, everything has to change for her too. Everything has to. I, I think everything, everything needs to change. Period. Even if you still exist in that kind of, you know, and you're happy within that, you know, that set course kind of thing. Um, anyway. <laughs> how about you what were because <laughs> i think your reasons are very similar but i think that um i think we have a lot of that but i think there are some differences too yeah i mean i think that when yes i think we're wired this similarly um i appreciate a little bit more stability than you do you know of the knowing what's coming but at the same time, I like to think of it as, I think you've used the term jack of all trades or um, some of those uh, types of labels to define a bit yeah. of who you are and how you operate in the world. Um, I kind of look at it more like that is true, but and <laughs> um, I also think we outgrow things. Um on a fairly consistent basis. So we go into something um, because I think growth is, is a motivator for us. Um, Personal evolution is a motivator for us. True. And so when we go into something, we evaluate it as, Hey, this is the next thing that's going to grow us and develop us. And then we do that thing and it's time to grow and develop some more. And if that space can't support that, then we get really frustrated in staying in that space. Um, now, I if I'm not if I'm not continually challenged in something, 
it becomes really, really hard for me to stick around right. um, because because I think of that as a motivator. Um, does that create instability in us? Maybe, but it, I started to look at it more as since not everybody is like that, that there's a reason that we're like that. Mm. There's a reason that we're like that together. Um, and instead of fighting it and trying to put this you know, square peg in a round hole, why not move with it and allow more flow in our life? Literally move with it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And experience what we need to experience, um, be who we need to be. Um, You and I could sit at a table and throw ideas and vision and all of that stuff all the time. Um, we can create and some things work and some things don't. And we're always back to the drawing board and saying, okay, what didn't work about that? And let's try again. And I used to think of things as failure, but now I just think of them as, um, you know, great, obviously it sounds so cliche, but great learning opportunities for what the next thing is. And so more like a stepping stool to the next thing, um, we're, we're not we're not really great at just arriving at something and being okay with that. We, we used to say when we worked in youth ministry that we're really great at creating and starting things. <laughs> but we really need somebody to come in behind us and create the, sustain, the sustainment of what we built. To run with it. To run with it. Yeah. And part of that is just because once we've done all of that creating – um, it's harder to find the challenges in that, although it is a great challenge for for sustainability of something. It's just a different kind of challenge that we don't feel quite as wired for. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I do feel like we are wired for is community. And that's one thing that despite everything that we've hopped around to, um, while we're there, we build deep relationships and um, and community that has continued to travel with us. So I think it's hilarious that we talk about that though, when we just spent our last episode and part of this episode talking about getting away from humans. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just called burnout, but right. <laughs> I mean, seriously. And I think many of us, yes. A lot it, of that is joking too. I mean, we, yeah. so, yeah. so you mentioned, you know, the pandemic as being something that was a catalyst for a lot of people, right. including ourselves. And uh, I think it was one of those things that uh, woke everybody up to say, in one sense, I'm not in control of anything. In the other sense, I have a lot of control and I can actually make decisions that I want to make. Right. And those two things sitting in our hands as we sit on the couch and Netflix our way through eight weeks of quarantine <laughs> um, became uh, really universally creating new culture. And which to me was really exciting because I'm the one who likes the uh, pandemic movies. I like the, um, <laughs> right. you know, the asteroid's going to hit the earth. What are we going to do? Zombies, end of the world. Um, the apocalypse came. How do we rebuild? Um, <laughs> because I, I kind of appreciate the demolition of one thing and or the uh, or the letting go of what was and what could we build new with everything we know, what could we build new? And so this is just kind of, how I'm wired. And so when the pandemic hit, I was like, okay, this is scary. And this is opportunity. Right. 
and not personal opportunity, but more global or social opportunity to become who we human might, opportunity. Yeah. To yeah. become who we might want to become. Yeah. Um, and who is that? What is that? I think to my surprise, deep sigh. <laughs> A, a lot of other things were unleashed at the same time. <laughs> yes, they were. Because <laughs> we, people can be shitty. Well, because if we're going to allow um, the human expression of moving forward and evolving, we're also going have to allow for the human expression of going back. And the going back um, really undoes a lot of growth. Yeah. And so then we have these two... Like these two, it's like a, you know, you play tug of war and one's going one direction, one's going the other. That's what I feel like we are as a society now is this great tug of war and not because we want to be, but because we really do have two motions going in two right. different directions. And, and it's not that, you know, one, the forward group wants everybody to, to be vaccinated and, and greener on the planet and all of that sort of thing. It's that, hey, we've learned something from the past. Why not use that to change what the future is? But there's a lot of fear around changing the future. Well, and I think that, you know, I said, because people can be shitty. And, you know, yeah, some people can be shitty. But really, a lot of what I interpret as shitty people is really afraid people. Mm. Um, people who are really afraid is a better way to say it. <laughs> well, they're, um, they're afraid of different things because there's other things they're not afraid of. And some of those are, you know, um, making themselves very public in what it is that they believe. Yeah, but, I mean, wouldn't you agree that, um, don't you love when somebody says that? Wouldn't you agree? And then if you don't, you're There's like, a little bit of no, gaslighting there, No, buddy. I don't fucking agree with you. <laughs> don't gaslight me. Right. <laughs> um, I, but I, the way I see it is that uh, even a lot of that stuff, though, comes from a base of fear. Like, people... People like, you know, driving stakes in the ground saying, you know, this is mine or this is my belief or this is how, you know, all that kind of, it, a lot of that comes from the fear that they're losing it, that, that somehow that's going to be taken from them or, you know, whatever else it might be. I mean, it's like the sign that we see all over, well, really all over Spokane. I don't know if I've seen it elsewhere yet, but, uh, and I told you this the other day when we were driving by it, yesterday when we were driving by it. Um, that, oh, yeah. you know, it, you know, it says, uh, we believe and we vote. It doesn't even say, and it oh, says, we believe we, we vote. vote like and a I, threat. Yeah. Like I, I read it as a threat oh, every wait. time. It has this nice cross with a, with an American flag wrapped yes, around it. it does. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, uh, okay, okay. What? So, I mean, I, I believe and I vote too. Yeah. I mean, like, what, what are you saying you believe in? And what do you say, you know, and, but there, but from, for me, the way I see it is that there's just like, it's when we're, when we're guided by fear, we hang on t more tightly. We try to, uh, we try to maintain what was, we try to, you know, escape those that we see as a threat. We try to attack those that we see as a threat to my way of life, all that. Okay. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Well, you, uh, be devil's advocate. you just have a different opinion. No, 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 no. I think I think uh, I think fear is a valid thing. I, I I understand where you're going with it. 
But right now, your wife and your daughters are afraid of losing their autonomy with the Roe versus Wade overturning. And I don't want to go into all of that because I think that's a, another conversation. Sure. But, yeah, I, I am afraid of what I once had that I don't have now um, in, in those freedoms. Sure. So I think that when we say that some people are afraid and want to go back to what was, and that's kind of that frustrating space, I'm one of those people now who are afraid and want to go back to the individual rights that I had for almost my entire, well, for me, it was passed in 73, I think. I was born in 74. So for my entire life, I understood life a certain way. And now that's changing and we don't know what's ahead. And yeah, I'm afraid. And yeah, I want to fight. Yeah. And Okay. Okay. I totally get what you're saying. I, and I, and I 100% agree with you. I, I, I think there is more to what I'm talking about though. And it's, um, when, when we capitalize on fear and we're motivated by fear at some point in time, I think it becomes very self-destructive to society in general. Yeah. Because we start building walls. Mm -hmm. We start building our encampments and shutting everyone else out. They become the enemy, all that kind of stuff. It's one thing to be fearful of something and have that drive us forward into um, into blazing new trails and yeah. fighting for bigger and better things. And I, and I also think there's a... There's a difference in being afraid for me and mine and being afraid for society as at large too. You know, it's no, like fear fear as a motivator is never a good space to be in. If fear can Well, it's not long term. No. If fear can be a catalyst to um to growth and change, um, yeah, I, I am afraid that some of the laws that are in place right now aren't um, creating equality amongst all of us as Americans. So that fear can be a catalyst to make change. But if I'm afraid of evolution itself, am I afraid of growth and change itself, then it is very binding and it's very small. Right. Um, and so I think that that, if I were to give you new words for what you had described, I would probably say, um, the frustration comes with small thinking, um, small boxes that aren't interested in taking in new information yeah, and good. saying, yeah. how can we move through that? Is it based in fear? Yeah, probably. For most people it is. For other people it's just stubborn. This is the way it worked for me. It should work for that way for everybody. Right. Um, but ultimately my frustration with humans comes in two avenues. One is the small thinking, like I'm not willing to look outside of what I know currently. I'm not willing, willing to learn something new, more expansive around me. And two, oh, I forgot two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, um, yeah, man. good. Yeah. Um, gosh, dang it. It was a good one. Well, the first one was really great. Yeah. Um, oh, 
it's going to drive me nuts. And all of a sudden, <laughs> somewhere in this episode, I'm going to say two. I remember two. <laughs> and that'll be fine. And that'll, that'll be, be fine. fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I th- no, I get what you're saying. I, I do. I, I do get what you're saying. I, and I, I think that there's a, um, well, like anything else, there's, there's balance and evolution too. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you're only ever afraid, you know, then where is the room for courage and, you know, mm-hmm. um, living, you know, right. <laughs> rather than hiding and surviving. Um, and so that's the balance. Um, evolution is, um, if you never grow beyond fear, mm-hmm. then you are, you're doomed to stay locked away in your cave and never come out and or, die. Or you're just doomed to safety. Yeah. And safety and, is boring. Well, not for some people. I know, but it is for you. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I have learned to evolve having been married to you. Okay. Can I give an example? Is that all right? Uh, uh, yeah. Why are you asking my permission? Well, cause I mean, <laughs> you could be like, no, I'm done talking about this. Um, we just talked about how this is grizzly bear country. Right. Um, you know, part of the glory of camping for me is, is staying that, in your small box <laughs> away from the grizzly bears. I go outside and I take a leak whenever I want to, <laughs> wherever I want to, because I am I am not confined to using a toilet. Because you, know? you are a man. <clears throat> right. You can do that. Yes, a yes. A little more Yes, freer. I know. There is a privilege there, yeah, there yeah. for certain. Yes. Yeah. Now, when it was pitch black last night, I just went in and peed in the toilet because... I have this image in my head of going oh out gosh. and peeing next to a tree and just this big paw reaching out and be like, yoink, <laughs> you're my dinner. <laughs> you know. <laughs> now, I also know that most bear attacks actually happen during the day <laughs> <You know? laughs> and not in the middle of the night, you know, <laughs> but, but still there's this thing about. I, I have some irrational fears when it comes to pitch so black dark is, is being out. Is he grabbing the... at your whole body or just your pee pee? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, well, you know, tender morsels, you know, in, in there. <laughs> um, my tenders. What was that? Oh, that was Kung Fu Panda. Ooh, my tenders. <laughs> okay, side note, time out, break. We got a text this morning because this is hilarious. Oh, yes. We got a text this morning. I'm actually going to have to pull it up so that I read it correctly. It was hilarious. Um, it was an interaction between Sydney and Asher. Yeah. Uh, okay. I got to go to the right one here. Um, shoot. Did you find it? I'm looking. I'm looking. Oh, wait. Okay, I, don't which, dead air. I don't know which. I don't know which one. Was it the Bam Bam or the Honey? I don't uh, know. We have several group chats going. Group chats. Anyway, the context of it was that Sydney had, um, I can't find it. Oh, my god! Oh, my God. Okay, now I have to look at my phone. This is the worst radio ever. I know, right? And it's your fault. You're like, I have a funny thing. And then you can't remember where it is. So, uh, yeah. Um, this dead air isn't working. No. Um, well. Asher tooted. <laughs> he let out there's, a, there's the story. Asher tooted. <laughs> Asher tooted. Okay, now we can move on. And 
he told his mama that he pooped too. <laughs> right. And she said, in other words, he sharted. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Asher tooted and looked at me and gasped, saying, Mommy, I pooped too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So in other words, he sharted. <laughs> so she says. <laughs> that was the actual text I just read, by the way. Yeah. Okay, I pooped tooted. I'm not sure where it was. But anyway, that was total side note. Squirrel moment. I just. Yes. Yeah, okay. So back to grizzly bears. Yeah. Now, if I were to say, you know, I'm so fucking freaked out by grizzly bears. I never want to leave this camper because it's the chances of them getting inside of the camper are not great. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fairly safe here. Right. Okay. And so I. I bring my guns into the camper and all that kind of stuff. And I, you have guns? No, I'm just saying. Well, okay. I'm, not here, I don't. But um, <laughs> um, and you know, if a grizzly bear comes around, I can shoot it. But I'm safe here. Okay. Well, we're only allowed to camp in a national forest thing for you know a limited amount of time. Well, nobody's going to make me leave my camper. Grizzly bears. You know, and so if those people come up here and they try to take me away from out of my camper, I'll shoot them too, you know. Okay, well, then pretty soon you have an FBI standoff and the military coming up and surrounding this spot. Is that Ruby Ridge? Yeah, you know, this is what I'm saying. This is how that kind of stuff happens, though. That is, that is fear that is, uh, that is binding, paralyzing, paralyzing, chaining fear right. causes us to be horribly shitty people. Right. And nobody better come around here. Nobody better try to take mine. Nobody but be- because yeah. it is unsafe out there. Right. I wanted I want to stay right inside of here. Right. Um as opposed to you know, uh more of a rational basis of saying, yeah, I would be afraid if I came up against a grizzly bear. I have a healthy kind of like hairs on the back of my head when in the middle of the night we're, we've got our windows open and I hear a twig crack outside, you know, <laughs> I'm yeah. like, is that a grizzly bear? All that kind of stuff. But I'm not about to let that keep me from, uh, growing beyond this space, finding new spaces that are just as beautiful and wonderful meeting great people that have their own stories and their own, all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, because now that fear keeps me from smothering myself in peanut butter and rolling around outside in the middle of the night. You know? Or just simply <laughs> peeing against a tree at night. We don't need peanut butter. Or just <laughs> tossing all of our food waste outside our, our door. I mean, it, right. it keeps me from doing that, which is, I think that's, that's smart. That's not, you know, and you, at some point it's not fear anymore. It's just, it's just common sense, you know? But I'm not going to be controlled by that. I'm not going to be controlled by a very healthy respect for grizzly bears, you know. Um, and I think that's kind of I think that's what I'm trying to say is that I think that we have seen a huge divide in people that are like, "You're not going to get me out of my trailer because there be grizzly bears," and those grizzly bears look, might look like liberals. They might look like um, people of from other countries crossing our border. Um, they might be, you know, a number of other things. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but, uh, it, it, there's this, there's this paralyzing aspect to it that causes people, I think, to become really self-focused, um, inward shitty kind of people that are not good for society's 
advancement as a whole. They're not good for evolution as a species, right? And I guess that's all that I was getting to. They, they, something had to change for us. Some, the way we had been doing things for 27 years just wasn't, it wasn't getting us forward. We were surviving. We, we, we managed to survive, you know, sometimes okay, better than, than not. I would ask you what forward means to you, because I would say that even in the midst of whatever we're going through, we're constantly in the personal development and evolution process of who we are and expanding our worldview. So what to you is forward then that was kept isolated by living a quote unquote normal life? Yeah, I think to talk about that, I think we could we could talk about some of the things that have been hard in this, but some of the things we have really loved too. Mm-hmm. And and what we what we kind of are dreaming for and hoping for um as we go forward in this too, right? Yeah, but I don't think you answered my question. Yeah, I I'm going to. I'm just saying <laughs> that I kind of I want to I want to kind of talk of I want to talk about a little bit of a, a bigger picture around that too. Um, that's I th- I th- that's what I'm saying. I think uh, going back to your original question to me though, of why why we even did this in the first place, um, I, I think we got off on some things that are really key to that. But for me also, um, there was this thing we never did together. And that was travel outside of a certain parameter. Sure, yeah. And I really wanted to see the world with you. And there was an opportunity to to take to make that possible. And maybe in conjunction with this fear conversation, um, I wanted to take the risk. Yeah. I wanted to see what was um, what was possible. Um, what was possible if we created our own future um, in shifted how we look at what it takes to live a life out of that normal. And if we could live it differently, could we open up opportunities that we didn't have by living it this other way? Yeah. And um, it was kind of an opportunity to, to see what was possible. Right. Um, and yeah, it's scary. I don't think that you do something like this, like sell everything and hit the road and it not be scary. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I think ultimately, why did we do this? I think, you know, one of the things that, that we have said regularly is that we just want more of each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. We have a, we have a relationship, we have a partnership, um, but we've also, we all, our minds actually work really well together. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, to create a space and an environment where we could have more of each other and pursue a direction together at the same time. While also saying that um, because the life of separateness of you go to your job, I go to my job, 
and come then together we, in the evenings we come together in the weekend. evenings and try to you know have some energy for each other and maybe we get away a week or two a year mm-hmm. you know together just uh it just simply wasn't doing it for us So we want to take just a little break in the conversation here and um, and talk about something that we're excited about and we're hoping that uh, that you all can be excited about too. Yeah. What okay. are we doing? Well, we've never What's done this. New? Yeah. <laughs> What's new? We've never done this before, but I am I'm really excited. We've put a lot of thought and care into this, and hopefully, a lot of fun. Yeah. So um, we have um, started a Patreon. And um, for um, Getting Lost With You podcast, Woo. <laughs> um, there's two reasons we've done this. One, actually three. One, to have some fun with our listeners. Yeah. Um, two, to create a little bit of community around what it is that yes. we do here on the podcast, to continue conversations that we have here, yes. create a space where you can, you know, something triggered a, a thought or a conversation, you want to keep having that. Um uh, we're going to put that inside a private Facebook group where we can continue those. Um, and then the other is um, for the nomadic side of what we're doing. Right. And what is possible um, in some new adventures and um, ways that our listeners can be part of what we do every day. Yeah. So do you want me to tell you what these things are? No, nah, let's page? just move on. Okay. So no, <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> um, so uh, we inside the Patreon page, you will have the opportunity to do a couple of things. Um, there are three different levels that are monthly memberships. Um, the first is a five dollar membership, and this is going to get you early um, access to episodes, so early releases um, that may or may not be interesting to you. Yeah. Um, and then the other is um, access to that patron private Facebook group where all that discussion and fun stuff gets So again, happen. will not be a public Facebook group. It will only be for our patrons. Yes. Um, yeah. And then uh, and then we'll do some shout outs of new members. Yeah. So anytime we get a new patron member, we're gonna um, we're gonna shout it out and um, particularly within that Facebook group, but also we will make shout outs on this um, podcast because yeah. we value Every patron, and no matter what level that they yeah. come in at. And within that Facebook group, I think it's important to talk about that we'll have continued conversations about things we talk about here on the yeah. on the podcast. Um, it'll be opportunities for you all to bring up things yeah. that are interesting to you that we can comment on. And we might even do episodes about right. that kind of stuff. Um, it'll be, uh, you know, opportunities for us to talk more about where we're at or what our plans are and, you know, or share new thoughts and ideas, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Just be a space that we will engage with regularly with you. Yes. Um, we love community. So this is a way that we can continue to build community around ourselves very selfishly. Um, and, but also create a space where people can, you know, have conversations. Maybe they can't have other places. Right. Um, then there is an option to join at a $10 a month. Um, so mm-hmm. our first one is um, $5 a month. That level is called Get Lost. <laughs> Although we don't really want you to get lost. Right. Um, right. It's right. Our second level is Get Found. Mm-hmm. Um, it is $10 a month, and there are some fun things in this one. That's right. That's right. Um, we, are, we have designed a, an official Get Lost to Get Found sticker. 
And mm-hmm. so anybody in this level will get one sent to them. Um, and then uh, this will, we're hoping that you'll just slap that on something, a car, a laptop, right. something, right. and just kind of, um, you know, with a, the life kind of mantra of I'm getting lost to get found, you know, that right. really great, um, right. uh, I don't know, freedom. Um, well, we could do a whole episode about that someday. Yeah, we should. Like what that, why but we chose I, this yeah. name. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to have some bonus episodes. So as we meet other nomads along the way, we're going to interview them. Um, this will be a bit inconsistent. Um, we are not going to guarantee a time frame because no, it'll be as, as we, we meet, meet them. them. Yeah. yeah. And so those will be available to the get found group. Um, and then the, uh, we'll also have monthly and, AMAs, which is ask me or ask us anything. And these are once a month um, live um, calls um, that we, you get to just ask us anything. Right. And um, a little bit. Literally anything. Yeah. Now we're not guaranteeing we'll answer. anything. (laughs) I don't know. There's not a whole lot. I think we should be careful with that. (laughs) But um, then there's a third level called go global. This is the. I don't know, some people call these like a VIP level, but it's $25 a month and it is um, full of everything from the first two um, and then plus a weekly happy hour with us. Yeah, we will get on a video <clears throat> call with you. Yeah. And have a drink or a coffee or whatever it is that you, you know, yeah. you want to have. And we're just going to, we're just going to be community together yeah. um, once a week. And then. We're also going to have a different kind of patron shout out within that group. And that one is going to be, um, we're looking, we're looking at developing, um, I've got some, some of them already done, but, um, get lost, get found stickers for different States that you visit. So, um, kind of that I got lost, I got found in Arizona. I got lost, I got found in Alaska or different places. And so we're going to, within that level, we're going to create um, just a question. When you go someplace, you're going to answer this question. You're going to share with us um, some of your uh, pictures to prove you were there. And um, and when you do, you not only get a shout out, we're going to talk about you on the podcast that so-and-so got lost in New Mexico. Then um, we're also going to send you a sticker that is specific to that area that you yeah. went and got lost and found in um and then any promotions and discounts um towards um we have a merch line that we're looking at developing um it is not here yet it nope, is something but it will be <laughs> it will be in the future and and as we do and as we grow in that um capacity um that uh go global level will also get um special promos early release um purchase you know discounts to things like that yeah so um so that one's kind of packed full now, we have these other options. <laughs> this is the really fun part. Um, um, at, we're getting ready to do an amazing new build um, uh, where we get rid of our current living situation right. and we build it ourselves. This has kind of always been the plan. Yes. And we're, we Call may it be, Overland RV. Yeah. Yes. And so as we go down that road to building that, we want to take you with us. Right. So. So let's talk about this because we're still refining some of these things. Let's talk about this in terms of it will be things like. Okay. But they are on the patron just so oh. you know. <laughs> we're committed. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I, we can adjust them. 
I won't tell okay. the price points, but um, <laughs> but I think you'll I think you'll be on board with all right. of these. Okay, okay. Um, first level is um, these are all one time donations, and there's some special instructions in how you do that in Patreon. Right. But um, the first one is uh, a one time donation called the Power Grid. So. We, uh, if you are not familiar with overlanding in any way, <laughs> power is like almost the number one thing you're trying to right. figure out and make work. Well, we're going to have a power grid closet um, where all of that happens, right? Yeah. Consider it the, like the breaker board for everything that we do. Right. Um, and so we will be taking um, a certain number of these one-time donations yeah. And you will get your name placed on the power grid. Right. Somewhere in there, inside our power grid, your name will end up being. Right. Now, again, these are limited. We're only going to offer so many spaces. And they are permanent for the life of the vehicle. Well, at least right. the life that we, we own, own the, the vehicle. vehicle. Yeah, which we intend, yeah. you know, we're, we're going to own it for a while. So, so. Get, get this. We're, we're actually looking at having you in our journey. These are we specifically chose spaces in which we are constantly coming into contact with and we're going to see your name in these spaces. So I'm just going to list a couple others. The bar, AKA the liquor cabinet (laughs) seemed fitting for what we're doing, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, we kind of have this adventure to find local and less space for names there. Yes. Less space for names. Um, and then one of my favorites. Oh, my God. I know which one you're going to say. It's the crapper closet. <laughs> and in the crapper closet, you will have an opportunity to have your name somewhere within this little this little space. <laughs> That's right. Um, and or on the toilet itself. <laughs> it's going to cost you 100 bucks a month. Or not, a not, month. not a month. Jesus Sorry, Christ. I'm reading it here because Patreon has it listed as per month, but it's very specifically a one-time donation. Yeah. It's going to cost you 100 bucks to get your name in our crapper closet. I kind of <laughs> I kind of liken this to that, you know, thing you did in junior high in the in the school bathroom where you yeah. write those little things That's on the right. wall. That's right. It's kind of like that. Yeah. Um and then uh, we have the fridge and the freezer, two different um, things. It's going to cost you to get your name on those things. That That's normally use. where you hang like your kids' special oh, yeah. pictures and the and the things they make for you in school yeah. and all that. And we're going to put your name there. Yeah, there's only four of those each. <laughs> so four on the fridge, four on yeah. um, on the freezer. Um, and then uh, we have a rooftop. This is an I also call the uh, drone level. So um, we're creating on the top of our rig, um, we'll have solar panels up there for um, our power system, but we're also trying to create this special little spot where we can can climb up there and have deck and watch the sunsets. So um, your name won't be seen by passerbys, but they will be seen at the drone level and um, by us when we enjoy a cocktail at the sunset on the top. Right, right. And then uh, the next one is the tabletop. So yeah. as we build our table, we're actually going to, um, there's six of these, and we're going to actually etch your name into the table that we build for our rig. Where we record our podcasts. Record our podcasts. We do our work. We make our money. We yeah. eat our dinners. It's like your you are at right our, our family table, right? Yeah. And then there's two others. Um, one is a... You choose interior and you choose exterior. Um, these are options where you 
don't choose one of the areas that have already been taken by another, you know, one of these categories. Sure. But you can choose where you would like to have your name placed inside or outside our rig. Two different categories, then there's only two available in each of those. So these are very special categories. They're going to cost you. <laughs> and then uh, the ultimate one that will never get purchased, but it was just fun to put here. <laughs> above the bed. Your name above, above our bed. Yeah. So you really have to read these things because I <laughs> spent um, some, you know, craftiness. Uh, we put that one at a price point where no one would no ever one pay ever for it. No one will ever do it. it. It's no 20... one ever... So really, we don't have to worry about it. No. It's but tw- if somebody if somebody pays how much? $25,000. <laughs> then we would happily do it. <laughs> yeah, which would pay for the majority of building our home in the first yes. place. So, so this is why we're like, yeah, let's do a fun one because there's no risk. Yeah. So um, we do reserve the right to, to deny this one. <laughs> I don't want your name. I don't want your $25,000. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, and it can't be anonymous. So this is one of those things where you can't write anonymous above the bed. No, no, no. It no, has no. to actually be your name. Yeah, um, not your face. Just your name. <laughs> just your name. So so these are all uh, one-time options that literally not only help us build our, um, our future home, but they also bring you along in a very literal sense yep. on our journey. And that we're really excited about. So if monthly membership is not something that you know, floats your boat and you just want to do one of these, you want your name on our crapper, this is the place for you. <laughs> and right. I have a feeling that's going to be the one that sells out the first. Right, right, right. So um, so if you go to our Patreon, I'll put it in the um, uh, podcast notes, um, the episode notes, so that you can find it. Um, but it is Getting Lost With You podcast is our um, Patreon account. Um, go visit, read through these. We spend some time, you know, just yeah, being really fun. fun with these, and, and hope, if not, and, hopefully you will. And the podcast will always just will, will always just be yours. Yes, I mean, it's like it you don't you don't have to join anything to just listen to the podcast. Right. We would ask though that you that you like us, that you subscribe to our podcast, um, and that you rate us. I mean, that would be wonderful if you would give us a just a comment a, and a rate, a solid rating, particularly and, if you're an Apple listener, because those really matter on Apple. But yeah, yeah. So um, and, you know, we thought it might be fun to kind of kick in, you yeah. know, just a, a different level of engagement, too. So yeah. anyway, so uh, would you join us on any level? Right. Just listening to us, liking, subscribing, becoming a patron. That would be wonderful. Or being a part of our build out can that i just say awesome. gas is really expensive <laughs> yes. so you know that's right so in you know in talking about all of the why of all this um you know, there has this, there has this been this part where we've had to ask each other, do you have any second thoughts? Right? Mm-hmm. Have you had any second thoughts about this? Like, you know, do you, you know that that dreaded question? Did you did we make a mistake? Yeah. Right? Because I think it would be I think it would be disingenuous to say that you don't make a move like this and then go, holy shit, what do we do? Kind of every once in a while, right? Well, one of the uh, pillars of our relationship is I only tell the truth. Yeah, yeah. And so this is another space where, 
we take an, a big leap and an adventure together. And if we aren't communicating about where we're at in this adventure, then it breeds an open door for a lot of different things into our relationship that right. we need to watch out for. Right. Yeah. So tell me the truth. <laughs> What's been hardest for you? Um, I think the hardest part is routine. You know, you, you yeah. get used to a way of life of your alarm going off, taking a shower, eating your breakfast, going to work, coming home. You and I would have a drink together. We'd, you know, cook together and we'd do the evening thing and go to bed and do this thing again. Good, bad. We had routine. Yeah. Routine of any kind is, is still routine, right? Yeah. And um, that is one thing that I think I'm adjusting to the most is you kind of had this euphoric idea that, oh, I have all this time now because I'm not clocking into work and da, da, da. But uh, whenever you, we started out moving around from um, campgrounds just to get our feet under our, right. our, our, our feet under us. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so your move out times are anywhere from noon to two o'clock. So right smack in the middle of the day, you're tearing down, picking up, trying to find a new place to go. And then do it again. Yeah. So there's this huge, like, hours worth of your day in the middle of the day spent with tear down and setup, um, which isn't a long term thing that we expect to have because of the new rig that we want to build. But it is, um, it is what it is now. Um, and even if you got up and you left first thing in the morning, then you're driving in that morning hours. Like every day right. is just different. Right. So we are aggressively looking to find routine. Um, it's difficult in the setup that you and I have right now because we are very visible as a camper trailer. Right. And so that limits us to where we can be and how long and, um, you know, just the eyesore that we are to <laughs> the public, particularly Spokane. Even though we have a very cute setup. We do. But <laughs> Spokane does not like the setup, for one. So even, right. you know, being back in That's our right. native space, it's is probably the hardest. But I would say we had envisioned waking up in the morning, doing some meditation, maybe some yoga. Oh, my God. Right? Yes. <laughs> and going for a walk or some kind of body movement exercise. And That's then, happened once. Yeah. Um, and then coming back and, and we would get to, to work on business stuff um, by 10 o'clock and work until closer to dinner time. And then we would have this evening. Um, yeah, it's just not been that way. Yeah. So I think that's been the hardest part for me because I don't, I didn't realize how much I need a routine of some kind, just something I can predict in the day. Um not that adventure isn't interesting, but just that routine of we do this and then we do this and we do this. And those are stabilizing feelings. Those are things that make you feel like home, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's mine. Yeah. What about you? Um, Please don't say me. <laughs> you've been the hardest thing about this. Um, I would um, uh, I would be the first to say that. <laughs> Should I just say that and change out my other one and say that one? <laughs> Um, you know, I, I think for me, the hardest thing for me has been the, the change in direction, like mm -hmm. in the original plan, 
I was really excited about the original plan. And that was we were going to go right into building our Overland RV. and all. Mm-hmm. Now, it's been really good that we didn't. Yeah. We have, in this couple months on the road, in the trailer, we have realized there are things that we would do yeah. very different than we originally thought right. we would. You know? Right. Um, including what type of vehicle we're right. looking at. You know, that's something we what can talk we about at some point it. in time. Yeah, yeah. all that stuff. Um, but, uh, but it's the, yeah, it's just been like, okay, then what? Now we're just kind of surviving until we get to that opportunity yeah. again, you know, and changes and how we spend winter changes. It does. Yeah. It changes everything. And so it's just like, there's so much that like I had my mind set on and then, you know, and it, it hasn't been overly terrible. Yeah. Like for me, um, because there's a, you know, there's a, there's a part of it where I, I feel like I am, you know, learning to hold very loosely. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I don't have to, like, I, I'm not gripping tightly to much at mm-hmm. this point, um, which I, I've wanted to grow in that for a long time anyway, yeah. you know? Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, so, yeah. um, so that's what I, but I would say it has been the shift um, in mindset has been a little difficult and it's caused us to do some things here in the, you know, in the R pod that we weren't, you know, ever yeah. intending to do that haven't Ooh. quite gone right and changing out our whole power system and all that um, kind of and stuff. This R-Pod and was not designed to live in. Was not designed to be lived great in. Great camper, <laughs> yes. not great for living. Yeah. Uh, so some of those things. So that's, I mean, that's just been very real. Um, but if I can go right into the best part for me yeah. and then, because I, that, is like a sunshiny day mm. and there's a little rain cloud that happens once in a while yeah. um, about things that are hard for me. I am loving this life. Mm. I am. I love waking up every morning in the, in our R-Pod bed. I love having our windows open and hearing the sounds of nature. I love being out in the woods and, you know, that sort of thing. I don't like it as much when we have to park in the city. Yeah, Yeah, we're not really set up for that. (laughs) Yeah, we're not, and I just don't like it as much, you know. Um, I feel feel watched. I feel like somebody's Mm going to come by and knock on our door and be like, you can't park here. Like, I'm I'm on edge on that way. But I get out out and I'm like, this is, like, this is amazing, you know, (laughs) and all that kind of stuff. Um. And I have seriously, I have not regretted one second of this. I have not for a second looked back. I have not for a second said, did we make the right decision? Um, None of it. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I am all in and I am loving it. Yeah. Yeah. What's been the best part for you? Um, Part of the reason we did this was so that I didn't have to say goodbye to you every day. So... My favorite part is spending the entire day with you. The majority of my life is now spent with you, um, Mm. which is what we set out to do when we got married, right? Yeah. So, um, so that might sound really sappy to some people. It's (laughs) it's very real for us. Well, we've met people along the way who's like who would say things along the lines of. Um, that's really great, but we couldn't spend that tight of a space and that much time together. And, and I get that. I, I, I know yeah. we're weird this way, but I would w- say 
we have moments of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think we're giving each other the space to be able to, you know, figure out what that looks like. Right. Um, but at the same time, we have loved crafting and dreaming and creating together. And yeah. so this gives us the opportunity to do that. Um, after 27 years, I didn't know that there was still a lot to learn about each other. But we are learning it in this uh, small space. Yeah. And I think it's just creating more depths in our relationship. Yeah. So that I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that too. Yeah. I do love that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I, I, that's just to keep it short and sweet because there are other things that are really fun. We've seen some people along the way that we're, we haven't seen in years and yeah. years and years. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Well, I think there were, you know, there will always be time to talk about what we love about this life. Yeah. Um, it is not, though, for the faint of heart. No. It It is a, a special kind of commitment, one, in a relationship, and two, in is a, it is a hard uh, way to do life. Um, you don't just pull your vehicle up, get out, go sit on the couch, or do your hobby, or have this space to... You know, it's not we safe. are so it's not aware. Secure. It's not. <laughs> we are yeah. so aware of poop and dishes and power <laughs> and you know. And there's some of that where I'm, I I would have said that my second um, thing would have been uh, that I'm really excited about is being so conscious of energy. Yeah. So energy spent, energy used. And that's both in the the physical sense of our own being as well as the power we use within this little thing. Like we are aware of every little thing we do has impact in some way, shape, or form in how we live the day. Um, And that we didn't experience living in a 1,600-square-foot house, which some people would think is small, but that is very large to us at this point. I don't even think we have 160 square feet. So, <laughs> um, it's yeah. cozy. That's yeah, what we call yeah. it. It's cozy. If yeah. you if you ever had a desire to go a little more green or become a little bit more environmental, this is a really good way to find out what your what your footprint print is. is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, we think about that a lot. Yeah, but I could see this for some people being um, a marriage maker or a marriage breaker or a relationship maker or relationship breaker. Yeah. Because it is, it is, it requires you to be all in in every aspect for sure. Yeah. And there's no escaping each other to another room. Mm -mm. We have. There's mosquitoes out there. So right now we can't even (laughs) really escape to the outside. (laughs) There's a lot of mosquitoes out there at this parking place. Yeah. 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 That was, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Hmm. I feel warm and You're fuzzy right now. You're all warm and fuzzy right now. I am. Because you. Did you take it a second drink? Is me. that what's happening? No, I didn't. I just, <laughs> I'm warm and fuzzy because of you. <laughs> uh, there is one more thing that I love. What's that? Um, and we're going to, I love it so much. We're going to make it a regular segment. Oh, okay. On okay. this show. Okay. Yeah. Road stories. It's the road <laughs> stories. <laughs> this is going to be a regular segment because 
God damn it if we don't see some fun shit out there. Right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> if I ever thought humans amaze me, this, uh, you know, we talked about, you know, do we call this like Bigfoot sightings? Because there is some weird stuff. Um, but What's your road story? You got a road story. What's oh, your road story? Man. Okay. So in a, in a one week period. Yeah. Um, between, you know where we stay and just yeah one just week, week period, period. <laughs> um seven days yeah this is probably going to lose some viewers right here or some, listeners some listeners sorry, <laughs> listeners um but i was evangelized twice twice yeah out of the blue <laughs> yeah for some reason trying to save your soul i need to be saved from yeah. something i'm not sure what they think i need to be saved from <laughs> Um, but I will, I will elaborate. By strangers. I will shortly elaborate because I think we could do a whole episode on this because it's yeah. Ugh, toxic. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but I did have one where we met some harvest hosts or no, some people at a harvest host location. We haven't really talked about harvest hosts. Just super quick. It's a, it's a online thing that we're a part of where people like open up their farms, their mm -hmm. distilleries, breweries, and sometimes even our homes for people just to stay out for free. So yeah. anyway. So we were at one of these and, um, you know, chatted it up with some fellow Spokaneites. And yeah. um, and then, you know, we have this little um, code, like a, what are these Instagram called? QR code. Oh, yes. yes. On so our you can windows and our. Get onto our, our Instagram. Yeah. I'm starting to wonder whether this is a good idea or not. But, <laughs> um, and um, they they found out that somewhere in what they were reading about me that I was uh, previously, you were a pastor. And so I was a pastor's wife and, and they wanted to know this story. <laughs> and so I said, well, cause I don't just we have a podcast. We have a podcast. Start with episode one. <laughs> and um, you know, if you have questions, you're welcome to come back. I didn't expect anybody to come back at that point. Um, oh, she came back. <laughs> um like I said, it's it's one to actually dive into because I think there's a lot there. But, yeah. um, you know, it moved from I feel pity for you, um, really feel sad for you that you're in this space of not being at church. <laughs> yeah. And um, to using some really fun language that like exegesis and <laughs> things like that. And, right. and at that point, I just was like, you have no idea who you're talking to. Yeah. And um, and what my what my history really is with the church and um, with this faith, faith system. By the way, I have a podcast called liberateyourstory.com, um, and you might find that enlightening, and you will definitely not keep listening to me. If, right. But it finally came down to um, one question that she had asked, and I, um, I had to stop this conversation, and so I answered it in the exact opposite way that she expected to. Yeah. I would not agree with the palm line, um, the ground for which we had this conversation. And so um, the conversation has ceased at this point. Yeah. Um, I imagine. For the best. I imagine listening to this podcast episode that might get stirred up again. Um, but Oh, she's not listening. I don't know. <laughs> didn't she unfollow us and all that stuff? No, she didn't. Oh, geez. No, she's still posting or liking some of our Ugh, stuff. Yeah. So um, just for the record, for anybody who is listening, I... I have been saved once before. I do not need to be saved again. <laughs> um, I am free um, from all the ways, and um, and I am not, not in need of prayers or pity. No, 
And, um, and so this has been, um, really opening for me to experience what I probably did to people on the receiving end. Yeah. 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 And it, I think it's disgusting. Yeah. I think it's absolutely disgusting. I agree. Um, and it makes and me feel like, um, it makes me feel like a commodity, like an MLM kind of like yeah. somebody's trying yeah. to pull me into something yeah. and their pyramids and it makes me feel pretty worthless. Like I'm not okay all on my own. And I've done a lot of work to come to this um, space, yeah. And um, and I, and I can have a very legitimate conversation around it, but um, yeah, don't evangelize me. I'm not interested. And this in no way says that we're unwilling or don't even want to talk about differing opinions or religion or church or God. Yeah. We had a wonderful conversation about religion and about God life worldview life worldview with somebody who absolutely believes in God and is a is a practicing catholic and and all of that and and they were even like wanting us to see things the way they saw them but it wasn't in a evangelical gross evangelical way no. it was just in the way of two friends you know or a group of friends talking and just like, this is how I see the world, and how right. do you see it? And, and it I even got animated at one point in time, right? We got, like, there, there was well, a... Well, we were a little tipsy, too. Yeah, well, there was um. a lot of drinking that was happening all, <laughs> at the same time. But yeah, yeah. So we love those conversations. There's something about evangelical, quote-unquote, witnessing that is just fucking disgusting. Please don't tell me that I am not a complete human. Oh, Jesus. That I am not, um, I am not enough. Right. Right. Um, you're going to get me to shut down in a heartbeat because I've already done the work to, to know or, that those things are not true. Or they're going to see a little fire. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, your whole job right now in life is to say, Jess, let the embers, you know, die down just a little bit before right. you reply. Right. Right. But, you know, it's it's that it, it's part of um, I realized in all of this. Here's the, the grace in it all. Yes. Yeah. Um, I know. I'm learning that that word can mean something sure, other than it sure. does, but um, is that it convinced me in that week that my real mission, missionary, <laughs> my my real heart in this yeah. world is to set is to see um, all people free. Um, and that's going to look different for each person depending on what they're yeah, what yeah. they're held captive by. And I was held captive by evangelical Christianity for a very long time and kept in a really small box. And, and, and so it can, it made me realize that, that this is the work I want to do right. in the world is to help us to evolve into, um, broader thinking. Um, so if you haven't li listened to liberate your story oh, totally. podcast, yeah. there's a little plug would, for that, but yeah, go um, listen to because it. I'm working, um, I'm working on some really great content for those podcasts that I that I hope really expand thinking. You don't yeah. have to agree with me, but I hope it at least expands one little, you know, avenue of how you see the world. Right. So that you can um, be free to see the world how you need to. Yeah. I have a ridiculously tame road story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In comparison. Yeah. <laughs> In fact. It is nothing on any of that level. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, that wasn't going to be my first one. So right, this, right. this one, I was like, oh, yeah, that happened. Yeah, it totally did. Yeah. Uh, 
No, one of the things that I, the other thing I don't really care for a whole lot is finding new places to spend the night. And I know that's ridiculously, ridiculous for me to say that because that's our life now. Right, right. <laughs> but um, I would say, particularly in cities, I would, I am just fine out, you know, mm-hmm. somewhere on some dirt road or in some, you know, forest somewhere. It's like, I realize this is the space I want to be, right? But finding places in cities is, is is really not my cup yeah. of tea. Um, and there's we have lots of resources for doing that, and it's it's not overly difficult, but still. Um, but we <laughs> we found what we thought we went through uh, the Seattle area um, mm-hmm. on our way back to Spokane here last yeah. time, and we stopped at the Well and Table Restaurant in Issaquah. Um, good friends of ours from the, the drunk ex pastors podcast, which um, we're on an episode. I say good us. friends of ours, but I don't know. I, don't know. I, I look at them that way. Cause I listen to their podcast all the time. I know. <laughs> so Jason and Christian, then they're awesome. But, um, but, but Jason and his partner own, uh, the well and table. Janie is her name. Yeah. There's a shout out for her. Um, and, uh, and so we just love their restaurant. You should go check it out if you're ever in Issaquah. But then right afterwards, we're like, okay, where do we stay? And there was a spot right in Snoqualmie, which is, you know, right out of Seattle and, and forested and all that. with this pullover off of the freeway where it's this quiet little long stretch of road with big pullout. And there were several people that were pulled out there. And we yeah. were like, this is perfect. It's yeah. a, it's still like beautiful and almost rainforesty and all that kind of stuff. But it's easy to get to just on a quick overnight stop. I right? did find a random cucumber sitting on the side of the road. Yes. I was like, hmm, what was that story? <laughs> it almost became a story mm-hmm. of just embellishment of what that could possibly what could be. could that story be? <laughs> so we're, we're parked there and, uh, and we are, you know, we get all, you know, to bed and we're fast asleep. It, I think it was probably 1230, one o'clock in the morning when all of a sudden the loudest roaring I have ever heard. I mean, like right outside of our window, like screaming yeah. roar right outside it of our window. Not a grizzly bear. I just... just about shit my pants. I mean, it was like, it was so like, I, I think I sat bolt upright. I, would, I think you did. You know, <laughs> and then I kept hearing it and then it kept fading and fading and fading. Some fucking jackass had seen this line of campers down the line and decided that their, it must have been their stock car racer with no muffler I, on it. It was probably a little Honda. <laughs> right. With a muffler. And just blew it up. And it was the loudest sound you've ever heard. But it was like it was right outside of our window. Well, it was right like outside of our window. Like they had just creeped up so quietly and then just opened it, it right yeah. up and, and then took off. And you could hear him just going, getting quieter and quieter. quieter. That was yeah. my sound of a passing car. Can you put that in the little button <laughs> so it's a sound effect? I can. And oh my God. I mean, I'm, I'm serious. I, I, don't, I don't know that I have been that startled ever in my life. Wow. To be, you were too. I, I mean, was, but I had taken Benadryl that night to oh. help with my allergies. So I was a little like, wow, what was that? Right. Was it time to wake up? Me, I was just like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? It was like, something's coming in. Something's, you know, it's the end of the world. And it was just some jackass. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that is, uh, you know, yeah. Road story. <laughs> 
I am. I am. I am. I I created that just for this segment. So road stories will be one of those inside the private Facebook group. Yes. Um, that if you are a patron for the, even the minimum of five dollars a month, yeah, um, we're going to let you share your road stories in there, yeah, and uh, and if we like it, we might share it here. That's right. That's right. We might share your road, road story. story. I almost hit the button again, but I decided not to. <laughs> <laughs> I just like it so much. Okay. We've got to start wrapping up because the yeah. girls and Asher are going to be here very soon. Um, I've got to put a little marker out so they know how to find us in our campsite here. But before we go, yeah, quickly, um, we want to end every episode of Getting Lost With You podcast yeah. with where are we headed next? Where are we going to be recording from next? Well, Do you know? Well, it's an either or because <laughs> tomorrow uh, or possibly today, but tomorrow is the auction. We're going to put a bid in. On an ambulance, yes, um, that we will use for a build out. Fingers yeah. crossed, we get that's it right. at the lowest price possible. That's right. That's right. Um, it may or may not happen, but if we get that, we have like ten days to get there and get it removed from the site. Yeah. So that w- and that's in Georgia. And it's in Georgia. So so that could be a, a destination, at least for one of us. Right. Um, we may have to do a Zoom podcast yeah. recording on that one. Yeah. And and then where we're going next outside of that, it could possibly be back to Spokane, depending on how yeah. we need to support Sydney. Um, we have talked about while we figure out this next um, phase of doing a build and yeah. auctions and stuff that we might just kind of hover around um, the right. area until then. But um, but if we do um, get the auction, then we will probably we will sell the gladiator um, and uh, drive somehow. I don't know, rent a car, rent a truck, um, buy a you know five fifty car, um, and <laughs> we've never told the five fifty story, <laughs> um, and drive down to Boise. Um, so that when you bring it back, we bring this rig back to our yep. friend who's a diesel mechanic in Boise. Dan. So, our Dan friends Dan the and man. Jenna. Yeah, Dan yeah. the man. Um, so, uh, so yeah, there's a little bit of what if right now. I'm not, we're not real solid yeah. on what's happening yeah. next. Yeah. So. Well, we got a lot of, there's a lot of balls in the air right now. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so it, so th- become a patron so that we can bid the shit out of this thing. <laughs> no, That's right. um, it'll probably be too late, but, uh, yeah, we're actually really talking about selling the gladiator yeah. and, 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 and we'll expand more on this because, yeah. let's be honest, we just bought the Gladiator uh, two and a half months ago. Yeah. To turn around and sell it is fucking ridiculous. Stupid. It's stupid. It's but absolutely there, stupid. But it fucking is, ridiculous. It is our asset right now. But it's, uh, but it's one of those things where we have, a, there's a story that goes with all this where, because everything, it's stupid in what you're quote unquote supposed to do. Right. Yeah. We've um, never done anything way they were supposed no, to. We have a we have a different trajectory and we'll expand on that more in other yeah. episodes and stuff. And why an ambulance? Like we, if you're right now going an ambulance? ambulance? An ambulance? Man, there's some really okay, fucking so cool I'll ambulance. Gi- I'll give you one YouTube account to Yeah, these are some friends of ours. Yeah, yeah. That we met that have just changed our world entirely. Yeah. Um Driven to Adventures, go to their YouTube channel. That's right. Um and you will see what they built out and um and they'll go through all the details if you That's want right. it or just the cost or whatever. That's right. 
but um, but they changed the game for us. They did. So go check them out, um, and you'll get an idea of what we're looking at with our ambulance. Yeah. So yeah, and then next episode you'll know what happened. That's right. Yeah. Well, whether this uh-huh. one happened or not, and yeah. there's others that we're looking at yeah. too. So yeah, but for now we need to get going because uh, we got to prepare for a little man getting here. Yeah. 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 Okay. So anyway. Thank you guys so much for coming through the transition with Please us. Please go look at the Patreon page. Go look at the Patreon page. You. Yeah, if nothing else, subscribe and and like and rate, comment on the Share. show. Share it with your friends, There's that sort of thing. To come. There really is. Yeah. All right. We'll see you.